twist. I did, I did. Listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, who would you have, caffeine today? What the hell is that up How much coffee did you drink? Listen, you can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Cajon. Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. Happy New Year. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone. Joe Guaneri will be jumping in. And we are presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. Join Mark and I 30 minutes following every Patriots game for all your postgame coverage. Happy New Year, boys. How are we doing? Happy oh, New Year. Well, happy New Year. Great to be back. It is. It feels like it's been about... Two and a half months. Hey, I know, huh? A lot certainly has happened in the last two weeks. Oh, my God. Well, we were on, you know, we've been back on the Pats Nation. And listen, I'm not going to go. We went through our New Year's resolutions on the Pats Nation. So you're going to have to go back and watch that again so you can hear it. But, But, Mark. What was yours again? I'm going to... Why, why did Joe... Why did he specifically <laughs> call me out, Joe? Because Joe and I really didn't... We copped out. I mean, we... we you know, my we New Year's resolution is to stay calm, yeah. relaxed, <laughs> not get excited. That's right. that's my... I told my wife that's my New Year's resolution. Except you broke it in the same show when you well, told me. A little bit. Just a little bit. Not <laughs> a lot. All you, had to, all you have to do is bring up Buffalo, Josh Allen. His New Year's resolution goes out the door. God. Right, so that's you. Your Jew drool over him. All right. Well, Josh listen. I have, to t- I have to tell everybody how they can see and hear us. So, you can, you if you want to tune in, you can see us on uh, YouTube. Make sure you uh, type in Corso and Catone. All of our shows will pop up. Give us that thumbs up. Subscribe. Subscribe. Tell all your friends. But if you can only listen to us, you can do that too on Podbean, iTunes Radio, and the iHeart Radio app. Mm-hmm. And for for those uh, Alexa listeners, hey, listen. It's easy to do. All you have to do is this. Alexa, play Corso and Catone podcast on iHeart. Playing Corso and Catone from iHeartRadio. Resuming the latest episode, the pregame show. The league shouldn't have sponsored something like that. He wants to do that. So there you go, Alexa listeners. Make sure that you uh, just say all of that into it. And that little ball and that little round disc, it's pretty cool, man, right? You guys, I like that there stuff. There you go, you know? So anyway, you think I'm behind the times. I love when technology right sometimes works. It does work. It does. Chris, that that could have backfired that. on you. <laughs> totally. You that for, this, for, the, for the talking um, snowman. <laughs> God, that thing's gone now. That's it. You finally got rid of it. That's gone for the year. So... Listen, tweet us, you know, join us on Twitter and check us out at Corso underscore Catone at Corso underscore Catone. Mark has all kinds of things he's tweeting out, especially our schedule when you can see us, hear us and when we're on. So make sure you check that out. And our heated hotline, 855-313-PATS. You know the drill. Call 24-7. Leave a message. Anything you want to talk about. Joe's going to sift through those. Pick the one he wants Mark and I to discuss. Put it on the show. And that one could be yours. So 855-313-7287, heated hotline. Mark, Joe, huge show today, a lot to talk about. In addition to heated hotline, we have our weekly rewind. And, of course, Catone's comments, Joe, I don't know what he's going to have for us in the new year. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. He's forbidden me to speak anymore in that. So <laughs> no, he, he, that's not the, that's not true. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, Patriots preview of the Dolphins game tomorrow. The Patriots travel to Miami, face the Dolphins 425 kickoff. 
hey, don't forget to tune in to Pats Nation 30 minutes following for the postgame coverage. And during that Patriots preview, we're going to go through some of the playoff matchups. So listen, stick around because Mark's going to break his New Year's resolution again. Okay, gentlemen, before we get into heated hotline, anything, huh? Anything to talk about? Any thoughts you want to get off your chest? What do you I'm have? Like, I'm wait, I can't wait for heated hotline, Chris. I want to see what people are thinking. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks. All right, Joe, let's have it. Let's have it. Joe, did we get a name on that? I didn't hear. I think it. she said Sue. Sue. Well, Sue, happy new year to you as happy well. Happy new we, year, Sue. Sue, I couldn't <laughs> agree with you more. They suck. Thank we you for those words. We appreciate we appreciate the uh, the message, Joe. I can see why you I can see why uh, you yeah. chose that one. Mark, you know what? The first thing I'm going to say about Sue, um, yep. the one thing I recognized immediately mm-hmm. when she said growing up, with good Celtics teams, and she talked about Pierce and Garnett. She's a little young. Wow, do we feel young. old? We got, we're man. old, Chris. She's a <laughs> we, we, we grew up with uh, we grew up with the Bird, man. You know, Bird, McHale, Paris. So listen, Mark. Um, <clears throat> she's right. I mean, this right. team. Th- there's a lot to there's a lot to go through on this team. Hey, but there's, you uh, could do a whole seg- a whole show on them. Now you're gonna get mad at me. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Because, Let it begin. Because you and I differ on a couple of points. Okay. First of all, I don't think it's I don't think it's a talent issue on the top level, on the high level. Okay. The, the bottom level, the second tier guys, yeah, there's a talent issue there. But as far as the top level guys, they have enough talent to be better than they are. Okay. So what's missing? Why is this going this way? To me. Leadership is an issue. They can't finish. Okay. They they they're just the caring and 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 the step up. Look, I, I listened. Um, Perk said this when he played for Doc Rivers. Doc used to tell these guys, "There's too many my bads, too many guys saying, hey, my bad, my bad.' If you got ten players playing, and each guy is saying my bad throughout the game, that's a lot of mistakes, Mark. That's losing basketball. You can't have that." Okay, so, you know, the kind of game that Odoku wants to play, Udoka wants to play, that in-and-out game, move the ball, spread the ball. Well, you can't. I agree with you on the talent on the outside, Mark. You can't do that if you don't have shooters in the second tier, which they don't at all. So you can't maximize your best player's talent without having those shooters on the outside. But, again, I don't think it's a talent issue per se that it's more, like I said, a leadership issue. I mean, Mark, you know, go ahead. Yell at me now. All right. Well, so a couple of points, Chris. First of all, in regards to the to, the shooting, right? So they attempt they attempt thirty six point five three pointers per game. Okay, they they're eleventh overall in three point shooting. Um, in number of attempts, not percentage. Number of attempts. They're eleventh in the whole league in attempts. They're twenty fourth. 
I'm checking his numbers. That's they're, why don't I'm checking the numbers. They're 24th <laughs> in percentage made. They're 30. They're 33.3 percentage made. They're 24th in the league. So you're in the, almost in the, you're in the top tier taking the number you take, and you're in the bottom tier of, of, of percentages. It. So yeah. just because of the offense you're playing, Chris, something's got to give. I mean, first of all, you get rid of a shooter last year. You spent ex- you spent salary exempt money. It's a good trade for that kid Fournier, and then you let him go. <laughs> he scores what forty-one the other night against us with the Knicks. Right? Yeah, but Mark, but, the only time he ever plays well is against us. No, if you look at his numbers though, Chris, there's nights he's getting five, six, three points. There is. Now, it's not consistent, but he would have given you a hell of a lot more than what you have right now off the bench, probably. Yeah. Right. The issue with the Celtics, Chris, is it's there's a chemistry issue on that team. I'm not even gonna get into the talent. Piece, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that with you. But is this you staying calm? There's a chemistry piece, Chris. Brown and Tatum, and I've been telling you this for two years, don't mesh. Their games don't complement each other. They both kind of do the same thing. They don't they don't complement each other. They're they're a 500 team right now. Well, actually, they're under 500. They may be a 500 team, maybe a little better than 500 at the end of the year. I don't know. Though, if at best they're going to be a seven or eight seed, right? They're going to get play, knocked out. They may get in that play in, you know, right? that whatever it is, the, right? Whatever yeah. that that thing is, right? But they don't mesh, Chris. Some so so something's going to give. Okay, irregardless of of the bottom tier guys you mentioned, yeah, that whole part of the line, the roster has to be reconstructed. But the top guys, those top two guys, Chris, there's no chemistry. They don't mesh. Their games don't complement each other. Okay, and we've been saying this. So somebody, yes, to 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 um, agree with the caller, somebody's got to go. It's not going to be Tatum, Chris. It's not going to be Tatum. Tatum's not going. You're going to have to unload Brown. And you're going to have to try to package it so you get a star back. And then maybe that person in Tatum can recruit a third guy. Yeah. And then you fill in with mid-level exemptions, your bottom of your roster with some veterans that can score, right? That's what they did when they had, to her point, when she grew up watching Garnett and those guys, she said, well, they had those three guys. They had house guys like that on the outside. And then they, but those guys were mid-level exemptions, Chris, they were veterans and they filled in the rest of their roster with those guys. Well, Mark, you're not going to, you're not going to get a team to do, to hand the, you know, to, to put in your lap again. Garnett. No, but I think you can swap like a spot for Brown, a- Chris. I think Brown, if you throw in two or th- a draft couple of picks, two or three plays with him, I think you can get a, 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 a top-level guy for Brown and a we'll few see. pieces with Brown. Yeah. See, that's the problem. You're They're right. They're not going to trade Tatum, Chris. They're never trading Tatum. So... See the pro- you're right on that. They don't play off each other. There's they no don't. picks off each other. They don't. They don't complement each other. Pick and roll no. to each other. Um, it's individual, individual. But I just worry about can you. Can you actually get the value you need to get the oh. talent value that's yeah, above Jalen Brown? But I, I I'll say know. this, Mark. I agree. I'm I'm now moving a little on the Tatum thing. Lately, you know, he's been better. His assists have been better. His overall movement of the ball has been better. And yeah, he's getting his points, but you'll notice those numbers are going up. He's playing, he's trying, at least it looks like, to play more team ball. Why they suck down the stretch and just can't if, finish? They blew Chris, two twenty-point leads look, in the last if week. You, in this if week, you, if you the look Knicks at, and the Spurs. Yeah, if you look at Tatum's stats, Chris, historically over the last few years, he this is what he does. He starts out the way he starts, and then there's a point in the season where it's like the light bulb goes off. He plays better. 
He's doing the things that everyone says he should be doing to be a star in this league. Oh, look at the potential he's got. And then they go back to training camp and then come October, November of next year, he's doing the same thing he did this year at the beginning of the year. It's almost like a yearly thing with him. It takes him three months, four months, then he gets going, and then in the spring, you're like, Jesus, he's going to be a star. And then he reverts back to the same Jason Tatum when you go back in September and October and November. So, I don't know. There's something about him. I I don't know, Chris, but... To your point, and he's the top level talent there. They got to keep him. Top, he's a top level talent. You can't get rid of him. But to your point, Chris, what are you going to get in return? I, I, That's I, the problem. I, I, I if don't, you can't get enough, that I don't know. That I don't know. And Mark, look, we've been on the coach some, but I finally understand. You know, a, a dope, look, I understand that the kind of game he wants to play. You know, and it makes sense. He wants to play off his big men. He wants to go in and out, inside out. You know, not just pick and roll an individual ball. And you don't have to, but Chris, you don't have the shooters for that. Well, you don't have the shooters, one. Okay. And that's on Stevens. That's a Stevens problem. Oh, sure. There's many issues along uh, on every level of why this team sucks, Sue. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The the whole thing. So you got Stevens with that, not putting shooters on the court. Adoku, I like his idea of going in and out to, to, you know, to big men. He's trying to do this with individual players, though. He's trying to do this with guys that used to pick and roll, individual, ISO stuff. And, 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 and it's hard to do. And if that's the case, I like it, but it's going to take time for these guys to adapt to that crap. It's just going to, it, it is, it's going to take time. And maybe they, maybe they never will, but mock, you tell me then they played the Suns, Okay. Was it about a week ago? Mm-hmm. They played the Suns and they beat them. And I've never seen better ball movement, spacing mm-hmm. in and out play from that team. And guess who wasn't playing Brown and Tatum. They weren't playing in that game, and you no, saw one of them. Exactly. One of them played, I think. Didn't Brown play? Yeah, in that but game? Tatum was out. He had Brown just played. come back. Yeah, Brown played. So I mean, you saw what he wants to do. So again, Sue, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what what needs to happen. There's so many issues on every level. But Mock's right. Somebody's going to have to go. But it's just you- a, ke- a serious chemistry issue on this team, Chris. It's been a chemistry issue now for two, three years, and and they don't want to pull the trigger. I get it. They don't want to do it. But you're going to have to do something. Otherwise, you're going to be a 500 team forever. Yeah. We'll see. Thank you for the uh, the call in, Sue. Uh, Heated Hotline was presented by JAG Media Productions. And, they, you know, look, no better. <laughs> Mark, I'm so excited to get into Weekly Rewind today. Are you not? Absolutely. So many things happened this week. So, Joe, let's get right into it. We're going back, back, going back through the week. About a week, we rewind. We really rewind. So, Mark, listen, um, you know, we talked about the Celtics. That's, you know, but I, you know, the the, the thing that we had, it, it would, we'd be uh, derelict in our duties if we didn't bring up Antonio Brown. Recap, Mark, what took place? Well, so I guess it's, Chris, there's multiple, there's multiple. Well, you got to talk about what happened on the field. Yes, I'm going to first. There's multiple (laughs) layers to this story, (laughs) right? Obviously. But quickly, Brown, evidently, something went on. He wasn't happy, wasn't getting the ball, was injured, who knows. He's on the sidelines, flips out. A couple of players go over to him. Mike Evans goes over to him. I think O.J. Howard goes over to him. They try to calm him down. They're like, you know what I mean? Trying to get him just relax, calm down, whatever. He flips, says something to them. Whatever he said to them, they walked away from him. Then he starts taking off the the shoulder pads, the jersey, takes it off, right? He's he's just got his pants on, no shirt. 
throws it, puts it on the under, throws it to the bench. Throws it under the bench. Right? <laughs> then starts running up the sideline. Yeah. To the point where one of the security guys in the field thought he was a, a, a fan yeah. who ran on the field with no shirt on. He was going to tackle him until he realized he had the pants. He was a player. The pants, yeah. The pants, right? We well, saw the cops walking over a little bit. Oh, yeah, because they were going to grab him, Chris. They didn't know New who he York, was. New York's finest. We're going to take him out. Oh, it would have been funny <laughs> if they tackled him, though. Wouldn't it have been funny? That would have been great. That would have been hilarious. So then he gets to the sidelines, uh, to the end zone, I'm sorry, and he starts giving peace signs and waving to the New York fans. Yeah. Right? And then he goes off into the, the tunnel, and that's the end of it. And the cartoon character came out after and the said he's no longer a buck. The cartoon character comes out after and says, oh, he's no longer a buck. Okay, he's no, he's no longer a buck. He's right. no longer a buck. So, yeah. and then and then Brady came out right after that and basically said, look, you know, have compassion. He you needs have help. Have compassion. We still love him. He needs help. Yeah. Mark, how do you look? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Brady's take on the compassion part of it? You have to have that and so on and so forth. Well, listen, I think... Brady's take initially, Chris, in that press conference was to prevent, to do damage control because he brought this guy here oh. on his word. Right, and is he right? responsible? Yeah. He's responsible. As Arian said right out when Antonio Brown got released, I don't want him. Right. We don't have any space for him on this team. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, he ends up on the team, right? Okay, fine. So I think Brady figures I'm responsible for this guy. I got to try to do damage control, try to play up to him a little bit, his ego, stroke him a little bit. He needs help. Yeah. But that kind of backfired on Brady as, as we saw things play out this week, Chris, right? That that whole, oh, yeah. you know, he needs help because he went at Brady. Yeah. And you know, you know something? I have a problem with that. Okay. Because this guy, look, I, mental health issues are a real thing. And you can't discount that. And the people, but it does a disservice to the people that have that issue with the way this guy's behaving. Now, yeah. I haven't heard a medical diagnosis that this guy has an issue, a mental health issue. So I'm not no. going to just assume that he does until I see something like that. What I'm going to assume right now is he's a jerk. Okay. Because he's, and if he does have issues, he's clearly not accepting the help. Okay. This guy has got an opportunity after two, opportunity and opportunity. And he's just not accepting it. He's just becoming a selfish jerk. And that's how I see him. Well, Chris, this came in. This, this, the whole thing that happened here was because the dummy falsified the COVID card, right? The vaccination card. Because the dummy yeah. did that, right? Instead, Because then he ends up getting vaccinated anyways, Chris. Right, right, right. So why didn't you just do it when you were supposed to do it? But, but we're not even going to get into that. Yeah. But because he did that, he gets suspended for three games. So because he get, then he gets hurt and misses more time. After that, or before that, whatever it was, but but between the COVID con and hurting his ankle, Chris, yeah, now he's not going to reach his incentives. So there was like uh, three yeah. million in incentives on the yep. table that he would have met if he probably didn't get the COVID issue in the ankle injury. He probably would have made the three million incentive. Okay, fine. But then there was a two of that million he needed to play more games to get. But a million of it, Chris, he needed like. Not not much. One more touchdown, maybe four or five receptions, maybe like a hundred yards. He had the second half of the jet game and an entire game to get that. And you gotta think because Brady brought him there, 
he would have tried to help him get well, those Well, my God, Godwin's out. Evans is on one leg. They had yeah. to have gotten him the ball. So, but what else, you know? So, so that's what he was pissed off about, Chris, because they didn't get him the ball at all in the first half of that game. Because he's a jerk. He's a that's jerk. That's what pissed he him off. He thinks he's always going to get another shot somewhere that's else. That's what pissed him off. And until he gets his ass booted out of this league and nobody gives him another shot, this is how it's going to be. But, Mark, it gets better. Well, <laughs> it gets better. And I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but he does, he now goes on a podcast. He goes on a podcast and says Brady's not really my friend. He's only he's pretending to be my friend because I'm a great football because player. I can and I'm catch gonna help footballs. him win. Because I can catch footballs. And he even says, Chris, and and this you've brought up to me many times. You've never brought it up on the show, but watching games, you've said this to me many times. He basically said, at his age. Brady needs my help now. He can't do it himself anymore. He needs players around him, and that's right. why I'm here, and that's why I'm his friend, because he needs me, and I got him a ring. Help yeah. get and, him a ring. It, he wouldn't have got also, the ring without me. Right, and then he also, he, that's what he said, he wouldn't have got the ring without me versus yeah. the other way around. Yeah. And then he also said about Arians, what we've always known, well, is we that, knew that Brady's... about Arians, that he, you know, it, Brady's running the team, and he's a GM. We knew that. Yeah. He comes out and says all that. Hey, Mark, look, you and I grew up, and Joe, you too. We grew up in a, in, in a time where respect is important. Respect matters. People do things for you. You show respect back. This is a guy that resurrected his career. I'm talking about Brady, resurrected Brown's career. Brought yeah. him to New England against odds. He brought him into Tampa, got him a ring, let him live in his house, and he's showing that kind of disrespect. But, Mark, does Brown have a point? Does he have a point? Does Brady, is Brady, because I never saw Brady do that with a friggin', you know, with a friggin' practice squad receiver. No, I never saw him do that. No, 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 no. Why? I mean, Did you see him wrap his arms around Harry and try to make Harry no, a better never, player? Never, and And I never saw it happen on a, with, with, yeah, with a special teams guy, guys. I mean, I mean, what, you know, Joe, I mean, you, you come from an outside perspective. I mean, how do you, this is. I just look at it as like this, how many, how many guys have to go on the field to actually play the game? The game won't be allowed to be played if one person shows up. It's not a right. football game. And so you can't play by yourself. And and people right. like that, like I, I heard an interview uh, with Joe Montana, who arguably is still my favorite, you know, oh, yeah, greatest really, of all yeah. time. But but Great. the interview was he was talking about, Joe Montana was saying, you know, guys like that are an issue for yeah. teams and the whole idea is the word team it's like you're not a team if you have someone like that interrupting the focus of what you are all trying to do if you're all trying to do one thing and one guy's trying to do something different yeah. it messes up it, it, no the, he's yeah, yeah he's for sure he's not he's for sure not a team player but mark do you blame do you do you do you believe brown because this is one of those these are two so, of these things that may be believable so chris listen here's i'll get into that in one second but i do want to say this he should have showed respect to Brady because Brady resurrected this kid and, and Brady brought him in and, and he got him a ring and, and, and he should respect Brady. But I am going to say this. Tampa Bay was struggling last year, Chris. Right? And, and to the point where you were like, Mark, they're never going to, they'll never win a ring. They're never going to win a Super Bowl. And oh, I said, man, Chris, I they're going to get shocked. I said, Chris, if they get Antonio Brown, they're going to get rolling. Yeah, you did. They got Antonio Brown, they get rolling. But listen, the last eight games of the year last year, Chris, Antonio Brown led them in receiving, led them in receptions. And I think he was might have been first or second on the team in touchdowns yeah. as a receiver. So if Antonio Brown don't, and I think Antonio Brown saying to himself, well, if I didn't come last year, do you get on that role? Because Godwin and Evans were having trouble adjusting to 
what Brady expected of his receivers, remember? And they weren't in sync. And then all of a sudden, Brown comes along and things start to open up. So in that small sense, Brown has a little bit of a point to say, hey, do you win it without me? Yeah, because Evans isn't going to carry this team without Godwin and him. No. So, so you know, but so to that sense, I think he has a point. But what I want to bring up, Chris, yeah. because I hate the guy anyways. So you were talking about Guerrero. this yesterday with me. Guerrero. So Guerrero's the scumbag that I want to bring up. Brady's buddy, Guerrero, Alex Guerrero. So. Well, Antonio yeah, get Brown, that text done, and then we'll talk I, about Aaron Rodgers next. Yeah. In a minute, so I'm going to take my phone out the show. So Antonio Brown, she has a text between him and Alex Guerrero. He says, hey, AG, if we're not going to work anymore, that's fine. Let me know about the 100K I paid you. Only fair to get back half my money. Let me know how to proceed, right? Alex Guerrero says, and it's good morning, AB. I appreciate you reaching out to me. I completely understand that you want to go in a different direction. Not that fucking Guerrero's not holding up his end of the bargain, right? Guerrero says... Um, Keep it clean, Mark. <laughs> Guerrero says, thank you for the opportunity to work together. You are a wonderful person. I hope for you, your continued success on and off the field. Please let me know where you want me to send the balance. Big hugs, my friend. So yeah. Guerrero... I wonder if Guerrero ever gave him the money. You know what? Guerrero's a scumbag. Okay, Guerrero's a scumbag. All right. He it's been proven that he is. He did all kinds of shady stuff. He's been they were looking to indict him on different things, and Brady bailed him out. Mark, Brady and Guerrero, they're starting to get it's starting to get money for them. It is this this okay. kind of brought up some things are coming out. Whole organization, right. yeah. yeah. So, and then Mark, the, the needles, the shots before the game. They yeah. gave me a shot in my ankle. Like it got it got it got muddy for the Bucks this week, Chris. Yeah, but Mark, quickly let yep. let's we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers really quick, okay? Because okay. I know this went up your keister. So tell tell us, you know, but this has all got to do with the MVP. So listen, so 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 some idiot, some and, and this part I agree with. Aaron Rodgers said the guy's a jerk, the guy's a nobody, and and, and I get that, and and I agree with Aaron Rodgers one hundred percent with that. The guy is a jerk. The guy's, you know what I mean. The, the reporter yeah. says who has a vote for MVP. He says I'm not voting for Aaron Rodgers. He said I don't care how many touchdowns he threw, how many how how, how many yards he threw for. He said he's a bad guy. He's not good for the NFL. He said yeah, selfish. And, and, and he's selfish. And he's a bad teammate, and I'm not voting for him. First of all, how the hell does he know all that, this reporter? He don't know any of that. How do you know he's a bad team? Well, it's the same guy that criticized him about the vaccination issue. Yeah. So, so... And so, so um, Aaron Rodgers, like, what, what, what is it? Is because I didn't get vaccinated? Like, what, what is this guy? What is he? One of those guys? One of those vaccinate guys? Like, in other words, he you know, said it should be called. Jerk. Yeah, he said it should be. Why don't you rename the title, the trophy, most val most valuable vaccinated player? Yeah, <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. He does care though, doesn't he, about it? I will say this, Chris. He does care <laughs> about that MVP award. I'll tell you that. It's and he's listening get, to everybody. He listens to everybody. Listen, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is a jerk, right? And 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 listen, I, I'm not. The reporter's wrong. The, the reporter's a thousand percent wrong. But Aaron Rodgers is a jerk, right? Aaron Rodgers is he's, he's a little bit aloof. He's a little arrogant. He is. That's just how he is, right? But he cares more about that MVP award, oh, yeah. I think, than he cares about rings, Chris. If that happened, and since we just got done talking about Brady, Brady would have said in response, 
I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about our team and how our team's doing. Right. He wouldn't even address. Yeah, the, I'd rather have a Super Bowl MVP issue. than that. Yeah. Yes. And he brought it up, Mark. He brought last. I'll say he brought it up on Manning and Manning on Monday Night Football. A lot of the conversation was to do with the MVP, and it was tongue in cheek and all that. But tongue in yeah, cheek because Manning's got what four, or five of them. Yeah. You know, so, I don't, I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of Aaron Rodgers. I, I and, and anyway, but. Well, Weekly Rewind was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. When we come back, Catone's comments right after this. Podcast, wherever you podcast, what's your special song? Hey, for Katone So this week, I'm going to focus a little bit more on, on something that, that had to do with sports than, than what I typically do, only because we've been off for a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to keep it a little more sports-oriented. However, next week, you need to tune in because I have a special, special story from the holidays. A special story next week, and I may have to break my New Year's resolution next week. You've already my, done that. No, I did. Joe, ahead, this is my time over here. <laughs> what? He's going to interrupt me again. All right, go ahead. All right. So I'll mute myself. I will say this. I, I'm so – listen, I'm going to call out – for anybody who, who's listening, 98.5, the sports hub. I want Maz on this show. I want him on this show. That's who I want on this show. And I'm going to tell you why. He's a baseball guy. I'm not going to take that away from him. I'm not going to discredit him when it comes to baseball. He knows his baseball. He's been doing baseball for over 30 years. Fine. He knows nothing about football. I'm listening to him this week talk about Mac Jones. And he's saying, well, I'm not sold on Mac Jones. You know, he's talking about, you know, the Buffalo game at home. He was hyperventilating. He was melting down, blah, blah, blah. You know, he has, he doesn't have a strong arm. I don't know if he's really that, you know, I don't know if he's the guy. I'm not sure. What do you know about football? You and the cartoon character, Murray, who wears that creamsicle uh, sweatshirt. He looks like a, a moron sitting there. Ah, I'm a different base fan. You idiot. You idiot. Because some 45-year-old quarterback went to Tampa Bay. You're a Tampa Bay fan now? But this guy, the point is, the guy, Maz, Maz doesn't understand football. He doesn't even know what he's watching. Does he understand how complex... Maz, maybe you should dissect and actually watch the film of a football game and watch the number of reads that this kid has to go through in order to complete a pass and how how complicated the quarterback position is and what this kid actually did as a rookie to come in and take over for a playbook that nobody nobody can understand. When Cam Newton came here, he said, this is like calculus. He said, this is crazy to, to learn this playbook. Guys have come in here. Chad Johnson couldn't learn the playbook. Um, Reggie Wayne came in here. He was here a week. Yeah, I'm going back to retirement. He wasn't going to learn that playbook. This kid learned the playbook. The, kid, the kid has it. 
the kid's going to be a quarterback in this league, and he's going to be a damn good quarterback in this league. And if you want to argue it, I want you on this show. I want Maz on this show, and I want to talk to him about football. Okay, well... (laughs) <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. The, That's the, my challenge to Maz. And I'm going to resi- tweet it. Put it all over social media. I want Maz on this show. The New Year's resolution has been shattered. Okay. <laughs> like, let's just let's just go right to that. And, uh, yeah, listen. Hey, Mark, I can't agree with you more on anything else you're saying. He's had a rookie season as good as any rookie has had over history, in my opinion, given the complexity. So, Mark, you know. Good point, Joe. Get when do we talk the about show. that? The rookie, uh, uh, who's going to be rookie of the year? When do we talk about that? Well, rookie of the year is going to be the it's kid be from Chase. Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's oh. going to be Chase. But, but Mac Jones will be right there in Mac that discussion. Mac Jones, I bet, is second in the voting, Chris. Mark, I agree with you. I can't say much more on this. Chris, you know football better than you. I can analyze and dissect film better than me. Is he out of his mind? I'm he not is. sold on him. Really? Yes. We've gone through some of the issues that Mac Jones has had, some of the growing pains. Yeah. You know, picking up that edge blitz, throwing to the pop proper side, you Absolutely. know, adjusting his protection, things like that. You know, yeah. You don't think he's going to fix goes that through in the offseason? He goes through his reads pretty well. Arm strength, that's all stuff that can be fixed. He goes through his reads really, really well. And I'll tell you, I was impressed in that Buffalo game, like I said, when he was putting them in the right run call even though he only threw three times so like yeah you know I, I agree with you with those guys i really really do and maz's too is upsetting me more than murray is right now so joe yeah, get his get is. his ass on the show if he's got the cojones uh cojones to uh to do it but then we'll do a do film that. session what? with him chris see what he really understands about football chalk talk he's yeah, not gonna we'll want to chalk- yes we'll do chalk talk with maz He's not going to want to face you, Mark. He's not going to want to face you unless you actually, actually fulfill your New Year's resolution. Well, I'll, I'll fulfill my resolution. If he comes on the show, Chris, I will be a perfect gentleman. We're going to do chalk talk with Maz, and Never. he's going to explain to us why he's not sold on the kid. Why? Never happened, Mark. You're not capable of it. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not capable of being calm with this. Yo, of course people. I can be calm, Joe. <laughs> Make your Mark at work. That's the best part. I mean, the the part that we're hopeful with the New Year's resolution, but we're hoping that it also just unravels real quick. It's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So Catone's comments was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading traffic criminal and traffic law firm. Uh, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. When we come back, Patriots preview as well as some of the playoff matchups right after this. that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group.
Back in with Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. So tomorrow they kick off at 425 Eastern in Miami. And Mark, let's let's break this down. I mean, how do you how do you see first of all, how do you see this going um generally speaking? And then then we have to really discuss should they be, you know, how much effort are they gonna be putting into this one? Well, Chris, too? I think I think uh I think they're gonna establish a run because I think they gotta they get really- the edge there, right, Mark? Yeah, no, I, I give him the edge. Yeah, and and but who knows, Chris, if Wichita is going to play? I don't know if I don't know if Harris is just going to be listed on on the on the injury report, Chris, for the rest of the season with the hamstring. Like, I is it so, really? Man. Is it still hurt? He might be like 98 percent. I mean, I think it's just going to be on the injury report for the entire rest of the season. I don't necessarily that means that means he's not going to play. Um, so Duggar, I, Duggar's put, already out. Duggar's already out, which you That's might as well fine. rest him for the playoffs, right? Rest yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to get him injured, but. I think they're going to establish the run, Chris, which I think they can, because let's face it, Flores, you want to talk about uh, uh, um, identifying the blitz and where the pressure's coming from, Chris. He's going to bring pressure from all over. Everywhere. I mean, you know, you just t- you talked about that in that last segment. He's, he's going to bring pressure from all over Flores. So I think in order to, to, to keep Jones upright, make sure he doesn't get himself hurt, you're going to have to really try to establish the run. And 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 open up that running game to try to do some you know screen passes, different things. But you know, I, I think that's going to be the key to the game, Chris. If you can, you're going to have to rush for over a hundred yards. I, you're going to have to rush for close to 150 yards at the end. If you're going to say, "Hey, we beat Miami because we probably ran for 150 yards," Chris. If we beat, them. yeah, I mean, listen, they're they're middle to lower end of of the pack. You know, they allow 108 yards you know a game four and a half a carry yeah which is good bodes well for new england um their front isn't bad um they got your friend your friend over there playing inside roberts you know and jerome baker i don't know Watch if him come up healthy. with a big play tomorrow chris i'll go of course crazy. he will yeah i'll go crazy but mark don't you feel like flores flores is daring them to pass tomorrow he they're going to stack that box mm-hmm. and just beg the patriots to throw that ball mm-hmm. just so he can he wants to bring the heat. Well, that's his advantage against us. Is the, is the right? You're right, Chris. There, they, they, that's the strength of that Miami defense. Is 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 secondary yeah. blitzing pressure on the quarterback. I, I like you just read the stats, Chris. Yeah. They struggle against the run. If you got a good running game, you can run the ball against Miami. Yeah, I mean they got Xavier and Howard, Byron Jones. That he's solid too in that secondary at the corners. You know, and then the safeties are Brandon Jones, Eric Rowe, our go for our old friend. And Javon Holland, Mark, they have a, a really good secondary. They do, and they can get to the quarterback. So yeah, you got. I give the edge to the Dolphins when it comes to throwing the ball. I agree. We'll so see. So Chris, who's but active tomorrow? But is Belichick going to use Wilkerson? it as a tour? Is it Wilkerson or Harry active tomorrow? What do you? We think? won't who know that. We're not... No, no, no. I'm oh, saying, they who gotta... do you think? What's your prediction? Wilkerson. Yeah. I would be surprised if Harry sees the field again. I'd be okay. surprised. Now, now he may, he may, you know, Belichick may want to play that Jedi mind trick on people. Put Harry active to just be safe, run the ball. Um, and then use Wilkerson and then use Wilkerson in the playoffs. Yeah. Good mark. Do they care? Do they care? Do, do yeah, they, they care, care about winning yeah, they, this game? Yeah, they care. Because they're a young team. I think they're a little fragile, Chris. They lost those two games where they didn't look very good against yeah. Indy and Buffalo. Uh, yeah. This particular team, yes. I think you need to go into Miami, beat Miami, get momentum. Get rolling because then you play again the following week, Chris. So for this particular team, yes, I think Belichick wants to win. I think he wants to play well, and I think he wants to gather momentum yeah. going into whoever you're going to play next weekend. I, I do. And I think the defense has to have a solid day. 
Yeah, they do. They need to, and they need to shut Miami down running the ball, which I think they can with Barmore guy. I mean, Miami doesn't light it up running the ball. They average three and a half a carry. Chris, um, who's their featured back? Gaskin. Miles yeah. Gaskin. He, he's their lead rusher with only – he's only got 600 yards on the season, six and he, three and a half yards a carry. Duke Johnson lately has been playing pretty well. Um, well, Duke but I, Johnson, I, Chris, I think was supposed to be their number one, but he just he struggled early. He's kind of moved into the third down, um, the third down back. But lately, he's been playing better. But look, they don't, they certainly don't have the horses there uh, to run the ball. And I think Barmore, Guy, Davis, those guys should be able to control that. They should, because and they have I to think, because they need I that think, going into the. I think you need to put the ball in Tua's hands and make Tua beat you. Oh yeah, he's he's. I'm Mark. I think he's a bad quarterback. I just I, you know. How do you, you know, I, what do you think of him? I think his issue, Chris, is, 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 is I think he has a skill set, but I just don't think he's big enough. It's his size. He has, he doesn't have the, he's not, he doesn't have the running ability of a Kyler Kyla Murray, Chris, or, or, or one of those guys like, like a Lamar Jackson. So because of his size or even a Jalen Hurts, he's going to, they're going to manufacture throwing lanes for him because he can't run the ball like those guys can run the ball. So there's that threat of the run. So it creates an out of, it creates a fake throwing lane. They've got to create throwing lanes for him. And he struggles, Chris. I, I, I don't know if he's ever going to be a top tier NFL quarterback. No, I don't think so. Look, he's got Parker and he's got Waddle. Okay. I'd love it, to it, have. Would you, you love it, to have Parker and Waddle on our team? You put those, you give Mac Jones, those two guys, just Waddle. Come on, the guy's got 99 receptions right now for almost a thousand yards. Well, Chris, they you know, both said Waddle I, I, and Devontae Smith. Who sucks? Waddle and Devontae Smith both said coming out of the draft, who would you prefer to or Mac Jones? And they both said Mac Jones. Again, Brea, Brea, Brea said it. Brea said I don't. It, I don't it, like Tua. I, I, I've heard people say, "Hey, Tua, you know he he was good in college. He won with Alabama. Everybody wins with Alabama." But yeah. you know what? I don't think he reads the defense. Hey, people well. said the same, Chris, about Mac Jones. Everybody yeah. wins in Alabama, so they gave Matt, they didn't give Mac Jones any respect. Right, and and, and Tua, Tua doesn't read. I don't think he reads the defenses really well at all. He gets out. His look, his offensive line stinks. Okay, I mean they they do. They don't protect him at all. So he moves around a lot, but that's going to go away soon. At some point, that's going away. And this team, I guarantee you, they're going to trade for Watson anyway. You'll see. That's what they, they're going to show you what they think of Tua in the in the off season. Uh, when they bring him in. So, Mark, all in all, so let's talk about this now. So we break that down. Chris, do, what do the Patriots is, want to Chris, do tomorrow? The other thing is this. Is it a get-right game? Is it? Is it yes, a, like, it's a get-right game. I think it's a game. game? It's, a, I, it's a game, Chris, to continue to get tune momentum. Up, you know, that kind of. You need momentum, Chris. They struggled. They looked, they struggled so much, Chris, against Indian Buffalo. I think it's a, it, it's a momentum game. They need to get momentum. They need to win. I think if they, if they'd love to go in there and, and, and push them all over the field and beat them pretty good, I think, because I think that would set them up mentally well for a playoff game. And Chris, you know, Belichick is going to use it after t- tomorrow's over. If you win, he's going to use the, what he's always done in the past. Every single expert I've listened to this week have said the Patriots are one and done. Okay. No one's giving us a chance of winning our first playoff game. They're all saying the Patriots are probably, you know, they, they, no one thinks the Patriots can go any further. They'll make the playoffs and they'll be knocked out. This isn't their year. Belichick's going to feed off that, Chris, with this team. He's going to feed off it. Guys, should we even show up next week? Everybody says we're one and done. Well, I want to talk about that in a second, about Cincinnati. But let me let me ask you, are you 
is Mac Jones being overrated? Are they a front running team? I mean, is this team seen? I know that everybody's saying they, they want and done, but Chris, I think do you they think this team is seen better than they really are? I mean, I'm asking you. I, I mean, I don't think so. I think they're better. I think they're. I think they're a good Chris, football team. Chris, they're a team, team that's constructed. Not a great one. Chris, they're a team that's constructed. They're a run first team, established a run to establish the pass and play defense. Not because of Mac Jones is deficiencies or because Mac Jones isn't that good. It's because of the skilled players that you surrounded him with, Chris. I think Belichick had a boatload of money to spend, didn't spend it on receivers. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like the receiving group that were free agents. Whatever he did to construct this team, Chris. And I don't necessarily know if this this team's not constructed to be a front-running team, Chris. You could put Brady on this team. Yeah, maybe they'd have a couple of more wins, yes. But, Chris... You saw what Brady did his last year here with no skilled players. This was pretty much the same type of a team. So I don't think it's 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 Mac Jones. I think it's that's how this team is set up. They're gonna have to run the ball, play good defense, get a lead, which opens up a little bit of the passing game for these receivers that are like three and four receivers. They're not ones and twos at this point. Yeah. And, you know. And maybe a guy like Aguilar can be a two if you really got a number one on your team, but he he he's not now. So you know what I'm saying, Chris? So I, yeah, I do. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do. Buy they're gonna, into that they're gonna get a one. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think they're a good football team. Where do they rank in the league? I, you know, look. I, Chris, I, think, I think the league's wide open. I do too. I mean, I think they're they're somewhere between a eight and twelve. You know, in that in that range. Um, you know, eight, number eight team in the league, nine, something like that. I don't think they're great, but I think they're good. So Mark, you know, we start talking about now, what do they want to get done tomorrow? We talked about that, but should, what should they be doing? When we talk about the possible playoff matchups, and this is where you're really going to break your, uh, your resolution in this one. Who do we want? Who do we want? You happy with where they are right now? And and if it ended t- today, where they would be, talk to me. Talk to us. Talk to everybody. Well, right now, Chris, according to, to, to where we are right now, we would go to Buffalo, correct? We would go to uh, Buffalo, yeah. B- Buffalo. Yeah. And guess what, Chris? We'd be in the, we'd be in the uh, fifth spot. The fifth they would spot. be in, They're fourth in the fourth spot, right? As yeah. the division winner, Listen, yeah. I know people are going to think I'm crazy. I'm okay with going to Buffalo. Because, listen... We went to Buffalo, and people say, oh, the weather, the weather, the weather. That's the only reason you won that game. Okay, fine. Whatever it was, we won the game. They came here. We played terrible. They, 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 whatever you want to say, they outplayed us. They, they, we couldn't stop them. You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't punt. We couldn't stop them on defense. They went up, went up and down the field. They did. They did. With six yeah. minutes to go in the game, J.C. Jackson has a ball thrown right to his chest. To it wasn't his chest. dialed in. He said he wasn't dialed in last week. Oh, that drove Chris. Chris was calm last week on the show. He was if my Sunday hear, fifth just because of that. you could hear what Chris said off the air, yeah, that really burned him up. Right? <laughs> but it hit him in the chest. Listen, three nitroglycerin pills and, and an insulin pump, and I could have caught that ball if it hit me in the chest, for Christ's sake. Joe. <laughs> All right? So. You should be a walk-on for next year. Yeah, telling you. listen, Chris, if he makes the play, the Patriots are probably in the red zone with a chance to take the lead with six minutes to go. Yeah. So don't give me this, oh, and now fighting Josh for the Allen, I know you drooled all over the desk. Angela had to come and spray it down after that game. Listen, you know what? Okay. Oh, you're keep, finish all your nonsense right now. 
So I want to go to Buffalo, Chris, because I, I listen. I know you want to go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's receivers and offense absolutely scares me because I think they could put 40 points up on the board very easily against our defense, Chris. I, I've watched our defense every week. They'll put up 40. It, what do you, how are you going to keep up with that offense? Yeah, okay. But flip it around now. Okay, flip it to the other side of the ball. You want, you, you're telling me right now you'd rather face Buffalo's defense than Cincinnati's right now? I mean, you you know, look, here, here's the thing. No, shut up a minute. Here's the thing, talking. okay? Friggin', I want Cincinnati. Now, I'm not saying there aren't good points to what you're saying about Buffalo, especially if the weather's bad. Now you're going to rely on the weather, too. I mean, you know, my problem with Buffalo, again, yes, they did not do well. I don't – I'm sorry, that wind game, because of what they did against Buffalo coming back at home, that 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 – basically takes me that wind and weather game they played in Buffalo that kind of takes it down a notch for me you know as far as how they did against them because I start to wonder if the weather wasn't bad would it have been the same result you know as what happened in Foxborough I mean listen listen though listen we forget in that game if if Stonehands Harry doesn't make that blunder, that game up in Buffalo is probably a blowout. We we beat. They're not even. They're not even in that game, Buffalo, Chris. They're probably down twenty to nothing at the half for Christ's sake. Yeah, we, okay. Believe I, me, I get it. That game what shouldn't have been that close, Chris. And then the refs. It was atrocious. The referee. Joe, he's got me banging atrocious. the microphone, moving it all. Listen, I I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But the big problem we had. I'm looking. The point I'm making is I'm looking at the game in Foxborough. Okay, as the as more of the measure of what you're going to see. And when I, what I saw in that game is the inability to seal the edge, to get, to get, keep that kid Allen in the pocket, because when he gets out of there to 20, 30 yard runs without a problem, they exposed our middle linebackers in that game. Those checkdowns to those backs coming out of the backfield in the center of that field. We couldn't play with them. Hightower couldn't do it. Bentley can't do it. Okay. Uh, Collins oh, couldn't do it. Gonna, you think they're going to do that against Cincinnati with Mixon and no, their running back? Hang on backs? a second. Hang on. Okay. Come on, Chris. I'll, Mixon's we'll better Cincinnati than any running back Buffalo's got. Listen, here, okay. I, I, their I don't receivers want... are better than anybody Buffalo's got. And it's Dave's the intangibles. Having a bad year. It's the intangibles, Mark, that are the, that are the big issue too. You, you, that place up there in Buffalo, they don't want to beat us. They want to kill. They want to destroy us. They want to put their foot on our throat and never let it off. And the players feel the same way. The coaching staff feels the same way. Dayball's got our number, okay, on defense. And to me, Cincinnati, when you flip the table. The coach is a rookie, and in, in, I'm saying no playoff experience from anybody on that team. They're Cincinnati. Let's not forget that. The fans are sitting up in the stands waiting for something bad to happen. It's, a, it's, it's, it's just a vibe. And as soon as something goes not their way, they're going to be silent. They're going to shut up. Burrow, he may wet himself. The coach may wet himself. We've seen that. So, yes, they have Chase. They have Higgins. They have these Boyle. They got these guys that can catch the ball. But I'm not scared of their running game. I'm really not. I know what you say about Mixon. I get it, okay? But that doesn't scare me that much. They don't do it a lot. They don't do put him out in the center of the field not checking down. So unless they change their entire offensive philosophy, I think we can hang with them defensively. I can, all right? I think J.C. Jackson, Mills, I think you can bracket coverage on Chase. He'll have his catches. But if you can do it against Hill... In Kansas City, you could do it against these guys, I'm and they don't have defense. Can I, say I don't, can I, say I don't like Buffalo's defense versus Cincinnati's. Mark, Cincinnati's defense can be had, especially against the run. All right. So, 
Right. Hey, can I ask a question? Do you guys ever you look at the, the, the teams themselves? Like, I, I feel like there's three teams that always give me the nervous, you know, that nervous feeling when it comes to playoffs. And it's it's definitely Cincinnati. It's yeah. definitely uh, uh, Pittsburgh and definitely Baltimore. And sometimes I'll throw in Kansas you City. Meant Kansas City, right? You didn't no, mean Cincinnati. I, did you? I did mean Cincinnati because they're always, I feel like, a team that comes in and there's a potential for it to go wrong. Nah. They're one of those teams. Anybody else? I feel. Do you guys ever look at that, though? Yeah. Those are the other three. I'm not even talking about what you're talking about as far as the stats and all that stuff. I'm saying there's, there's those three, and I would add in definitely Kansas City for sure. But since he's up there for me. I give you Kansas City, Buff- I give you Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, Mark. I mean, traditionally, historically, right, on that. So now Mark's being calm. He's fulfilling that. <laughs> <laughs> His New Chris, Year's resolution listen, just now. for the record, just for the record, Chase is a better receiver than Tariq than Hill. He went, he's an absolute complete receiver. I get no, it. Please don't compare but they Hill got, they, Listen, but, but Diggs is one of the top receivers in the league, too. Diggs hasn't been healthy since week 10, Chris. He's playing on one ankle. Oh, he's playing on one ankle, but look at what the hell he did to us in Foxborough. Because our secondary other than J.C. Jackson stinks. Well, look, I, I told you the reasons why. That, that, that was more. Bryant, that was Miles on culture. Bryant should be playing. He should be playing in a youth league, for Christ's sake. Listen, that's more on coaching than anything else, what, what they did to Bryant. They, I, I, you know, some, oh, one other on, day, man. we'll go chalk talk, and I'll break that coach. down for you, you so you can coaching, see. Coaching, okay? Coach. I want Cincinnati instead of them. Now, Mark. Okay, because I'm going to tell you time, something but... else, Chris. We just wasted eight, nine, ten minutes talking about that, and we ain't gonna play either one of them. Well, who the hell do you think How we're gonna that? play? Okay, How well let's that? talk. Let's talk about let's talk about a couple of scenarios. Do you realize, guys, that if Kansas City loses, which they're gonna be playing soon, if Kansas City loses, Tennessee loses, Buffalo loses. Who, by the way, the weather's supposed to be really crappy up in Buffalo. You missed the weather over there. The weather's going to be really crappy, okay, and the Jets took Tampa to the wall last week. So we'll see. But if those three teams lose and and New England wins, guess what? <laughs> We're the number one seed. Can you um... <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, but that's unlikely. Listen, so how do you Denver, see this thing shape Denver, up? Denver, Chris, you... has a third-string quarterback playing today because everybody's injured. They, they, yeah. Kansas City's not going to lose that game. How do you see this? Well, Cincinnati is now – Cincinnati's resting Burrow well, and no, some Cincinnati's other guys. Well, no, Cincinnati's resting everybody, but but Cleveland doesn't have – Mayfield's not playing. He's hurt. They got guys out, too. Do you think Cincinnati, Cincinnati – could lose. Do you think that Cincinnati's sending a message? I don't. To New England's to the league saying we rather play New England than Indianapolis. No, I don't. I don't play into that. I think they're just resting Burrow because they realize the only chance they got of going anywhere, Chris, is they're gonna have to score. To your point, the defense, their defense is not that good, right? They got to score points to win. And and Burrow's been a little banged up. His his knee's been a little sore. They want him completely rested. And yeah. Goff, you know what I mean? And 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 they figure, you know what? We don't want to get him hurt. Because we're gonna have to score forty to probably advance in the playoffs, thirty-five to forty every game. That's you're probably, probably yeah, you're probably right. But I don't think they yeah, care. But I don't think they're looking at oh, yeah, we want to play in New England. Yeah, but you know who's using it, you know, and I don't oh, subscribe no, to a lot of this. Is, I'm sure that's up on the board. Hey guys, sure this team wants to tank so they can play you. So you know, and so Mark, 
How do you see it shaping up? Because, I mean, do you really want to win? The, so, you, yeah, you want to play no, Buffalo. I want to win, Chris, because you- I think this is a fragile team. I think you need the momentum and the yeah. mindset of, hey, we're on a roll again now. We've won two in a row. Let's go. Yeah. We can beat anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't think it's he wants to It's good for the rookie. Exactly. It's good for the mindset. I exactly. get you. I do. How do you see it? So, break, break it down. Tell me who the teams are from one to seven. Oh, you, you want the playoffs? Oh. Yeah, of course. What the hell do you think we're talking about? We, we want to play them. John. I know you wanted my prediction of tomorrow's game. Oh, uh, we're going to get to that in two minutes in about a minute. So, you okay. know. Okay, so I think the Patriots, Chris, are going to end up sitting right where they are. I think Fifth. they're going to end up as the four seed, but I do Fifth. think you're going to get your wish. I think Cleveland at home tomorrow is going to pull an upset, going to win that game, and I think you're going to end up going to Cincinnati. How's that? All right, I'm so going to give you, you, give you your wish. Give me the top down. I think, Buffalo, I think Buffalo and Cincinnati are going to flip-flop. Hey, give, me, give me top to bottom, one through seven. So Tennessee, I'm going to say it's going to be Tennessee. It's going so Tennessee's going to win tomorrow then? Yep, it's going to be Tennessee. Okay. It's going to be Kansas City. It's going to be Buffalo. It's going to be us. It's Cincinnati, you mean? Cincinnati, I mean, Cincinnati, it's going to be us. It's going to be... Um, Colts. It's going to be the Colts, and it's going to be the winner of the Sunday night game. Probably I think it's going to be San Diego. Or whatever well, the hell they, they're in, they live. Chargers, whatever they are, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be the Chargers. And I right. think that's... And so if you win, if you beat Cincinnati, according to your logic, if you go into Cincinnati and beat them, week two... Tennessee. You go... If, if all the favorites win... Well, you're the fourth spot now. You're Tennessee. You go to Tennessee. Right. Well, yeah, unless some bottom teams. So we're going to get into that next week. We'll have time on Corso and Catone to talk about the potential if they win that, if they win the first game. Yeah. You know, we, we will be able to talk about that. But, yeah, Mark, it's interesting conversation, and we'll see how this thing shapes up. I don't know if, you know, I don't think Buffalo's losing that game. So I think it's going to stay the way. Losing. I don't think Buffalo's losing. I think it's going to stay the way it is now. So I wouldn't be heartbroken if the Patriots lose that game tomorrow. And play in Cincinnati, and you know I what? I think Mark? Cincinnati's going to lose, Chris. I I think Cleveland probably. Well, they're trying to. They, they, <laughs> they lose. Hey, you'll get your wish. You'll go to Cincinnati and watch Burrow put up forty. Nah, that's not going to happen. They're going to wet themselves, and the fans are going to wet themselves too. So, Patri- mm-hmm. Patriots preview was uh, presented by the Pats Nation, the only Yo, Patriots post game show. Yeah, Cincinnati you know what? wets himself because he won't be able to come on the show. He'll really break his uh, New Year's resolution. So it's presented by uh, the Pats Nation, the, the the only Patriots post-game show worth watching 30 minutes following every Patriots game. So, Mark, give me a prediction really quick because we are up against it. 24-13 Patriots tomorrow. 23-20 Dolphins for me. 23-20 okay. Dolphins. I, don't think, 20, the, okay. I, think, I think Belichick's going to look at some of, the, some of the stuff that's happened in the Buffalo games, and when Buffalo starts kicking the Jets' ass, you gotta start seeing Harris guys come out of this game. So 23-20. Mark, it is that time again. <laughs> so I mean, we we went through a lot of stuff. So some people to thank. We want to thank the, the good people over at Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com, Jag Media Productions, the people over at Studio 42 Designs for all your graphic design needs, Studio42Designs.com, and Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm corsolawgroup.com allow us to be your voice join us tomorrow for the pats nation that's presented by corso and catone the real pay the sorry presented by corso and catone the real deal new england feel we will be uh having all your post game coverage including mac mania coach's corner and our stun at sunday stiff so make sure you tune in 30 minutes following the game tomorrow and corso and catone next saturdays 7 p.m eastern 
Make sure you tune in. We'll have loads of things to talk about, including our playoff matchup. Um, we'll get into some of the when we'll be on tomorrow during Pat's Nation show. Make sure you tune in because the playoff seedings need to be fixed and settled tomorrow and the time. So we'll talk it out. We'll talk about all of that. So for Marcatone, Joe Guineri, I'm Chris Corso. Enjoy the game, everyone.